Good morning. It is the weekend. It is fall. We had our first little um, fall rain and windstorm here in the Pacific Northwest, and it was pretty fun. I guess we're having more this weekend. Welcome to the Adventures of Living with Michelle. And today is episode number 19. And I am going to talk about climate change. This has been on the forefront of our um, political conversations. And I'm kind of curious because there are people that um, in our country, there are people that either don't believe in climate change or don't believe in uh, global warming. Um, And the crazy thing is, is that those the information that we get about climate change and global warming is science-based. So I'm going to take a quick little break and thank our sponsor, Anchor. And when we come back, we're going to dive right into climate change. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is Michelle with The Adventures of Living, episode number 19 on climate change. So I... um, did some brief research on climate change so that way you guys can have some definitions and some ideas of maybe what's going on but this is what i find interesting there are people um in our country that either don't believe in climate change or don't believe in global warming and um some of those same people they might follow a diet maybe they're doing keto diet or atkins diet And that's, to me, that is, um, uh, what do I want to say? You're, you're contradicting science because you, if, if you happen to be following a diet or maybe you're taking a prescription medication to help your body stay healthy, but you don't believe in climate change or you don't believe in global warming, um, you're also participating in something that's science-based, whether you're following a, a food diet or taking the medication. And um, it is a real thing. It's science-based. We've had scientists study climate change for hundreds of years, um, weather patterns, temperatures, um, global gases, we are on a living planet, not unlike ourselves. When we are born and we're, we're growing up and as we become adults, we're always having to take care of our bodies. Some people do better than others. And it's not unlike our earth. There are people out there that suffer from asthma and when there's smoke in the sky or um, bad, maybe really bad pollen, you know, there's, there's man-made things and there's nature things can impact their asthma. Just like the earth, the earth has carbon dioxide that it emits. And when it becomes really bad, it falls back down into the ocean and can pollute the ocean and create bad weather patterns for our earth. So I wanted to ask the echo dot, what climate change was, and then I'll give you my definition. So let's take a listen. Alexa, what's climate change? According to Wikipedia, 
climate variability includes all the variations in the climate that last longer than individual weather events, whereas the term climate change only refers to those variations that persist for a longer period of time, typically decades or more. In the time since the Industrial Revolution the climate has increasingly been affected by human activities that are causing global warming and climate change. So she is kind of putting climate change occurring about the time of Industrial Revolution, which if you pay attention to that, that's a man-made occurrence. Um, the Earth didn't build um, factories that pollute you know, smoke. So this is what I found on climate change. And climate change does include global warming. So climate change is kind of an all-encompassing word for that. It's induced by human emissions on greenhouse gases and large-scale shifts in weather patterns. So um, we're seeing an uh, increase, a flux in um, hurricanes this year. This is a big year for back-to-back um, -back hurricanes. And when the weatherman says that this is either an unusual event or, um, you know, increased event, that's climate change. Um, so what are greenhouse gases? That is something that um, is... Typically, greenhouse gases typically are um, going to be human made. So these are gases that absorb and emit radiant energy within the thermal infrared range. They come from things like microwaves, radio waves, ultraviolet, and x-rays. The hotter the temperature, like say from a light bulb, the brighter the light. Our big drivers of climate change. So now the echo dot said that it was industrial revolution. So I'm going to break it down a little bit more for you. You have carbon dioxide, methane, halogens, nitrous oxide, and then there's other gases that are smaller amounts, but carbon dioxide is the biggest one. And this is partially man-made stuff and partially nature. So carbon dioxides are the decaying organisms from forest fires and volcanoes but they also come from burning fossil fuels like coal, oil, and natural gas. Methanes are emitted during the transport of coal, natural gas, oil. You've heard of um, livestock creating methane um, and decay of organic waste in landfills. All of those things under methane are all human made. So under carbon dioxide and under methane, getting greenhouse gases that that create climate change a lot of them are coming from human interaction with our earth then halogens are salts nitrogen nitrous oxide um, that's more organic that's coming from plants animals and soils so we have on our planet and this is science-based information we have been having natural cycles of um climate change, but they've been expedited by human interaction. So over the last 800,000 years, Earth has experienced natural climate cycles, like you've heard of ice ages or warming periods. 
After the last ice age, about 20,000 years ago, Earth's temperature increased about 9 degrees average, 9 degrees Fahrenheit average temp over the last 10,000 years. In the last 200,000, excuse me, in the last 200 years, our average temperatures are linked to higher CO2 levels, that's carbon dioxide, something that wasn't shown in the data from the last 800,000 years. So in just the last 200 years alone, our CO2 levels have increased quite a bit. Now we also, some people are saying, what about the sun? Like how much of the sun is impacting our climate change and our greenhouse gases? It's really not impacting the earth's temperature so much as carbon dioxide is. Normally it would heat all of the atmosphere, but studies are showing that our stratosphere is actually cooling. So next we're going to talk about oceans and I'm going to take a quick another break to give another shout out to Anchor. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. This is the last segment on the Adventures of Living episode 19 about climate change. And I'm going to be diving into um, the pollution in our oceans. So much of our greenhouse gas pollution does end up in our oceans. Since about 1990, sea levels have been rising approximately 1.4 millimeter each year. And I think a lot of people are like, that's not very much. But that's every year. Every year, that's a 1.4 millimeter increase since 1990. This is from melting ice on land. The overall decreases the number of cool days. This overall decreases the number of cool days that Earth has with an increase in warmer days and nights. So there's your global warming, everybody. We've been having less recorded cool days, in turn causing extreme weather events. This can be like extended heat waves, floods, and cyclones. And they're saying with with the way that we are treating our earth in the coming decades there will be more destructive the the weather events because of our past greenhouse gases so taking care of our ocean can help take care of our weather there's been um a handful of people that have done ocean cleanups and um on an industrial level there are um manufacturing companies that are trying to reduce their greenhouse gases. Um, they're coming out with electric cars. Um, we have at our house, we have an electric unicycle. So think about now, of course, not on a super rainy day or snowy day, but just think about um, during the daytime, if you're at home and you need to run to the store to get diapers or, um, milk, something that you could maybe fit into a backpack. Um, instead of getting in your car that emits um, gases that are harmful to our earth, you get on your electric unicycle. A lot of people have electric scooters. Um, there's even electric bicycles. You could of course use your pedal bike too as well, but for quick for a quick trip. So there's we're, we're starting to see more alternatives to your typical gas-powered car. Um, in the 80s and 90s, they tried to um, 
the car manufacturers tried to come out with electric vehicles and it ended up just being a big joke. There was at the end of that, that electric age, there was thousands of cars just sitting unused in, in parking lots. And now we're starting to see the electric vehicle kind of have an uptick again. You've heard of Tesla. That's a number one producer of the electric vehicle. There's hybrid vehicles and there's always going to be people complaining about them. They don't make enough noise when you're out on the street. So you can't hear them coming. They can hit pedestrians easier. Um, batteries are harmful for the earth. And it is true that like when you're done with your batteries, they end up in landfills and it's harmful to the earth. But as, as humans with scientists, like we love our scientists, they're going to, they're working on, um, renewable energies and in your house, this is something that is kind of fun to do. If you go to your local electric company's website, they typically will have a home energy audit. And I've done this a couple times for our house and we're definitely, um, needing some improvements, but you go through and you answer questions about your electricity and what type of appliances that you have, how you keep your thermostat. Um, it even asks you the vehicle that you drive and it'll give you kind of your energy score. And then they'll typically, um, of course, they're going to sell you stuff. They're going to tell you maybe change your light bulbs. You need to get better energy efficient appliances. But it's nice to know where you stand. And you can do this whether you're in an apartment or a house. It's called a home energy audit. The, another thing that you can do is use renewal and renewable energy like solar, wind, and geothermal. So you can also um, find out if your local power company uses those renewable energy sources. You can purchase solar panels. We have a neighbor that has solar panels and they can be expensive. Um, for the install, you can be looking at like maybe $20,000. I'm sure the price goes up from there. Um, you want to make sure that you are, your house is um, facing the right direction. So don't, don't expect to have a solar company come out and um, do an estimate for your house and tell you they can fill your house up with solar panels and you'll get all this free electricity. You need to make sure that your house is facing the right direction for your sunrises and sunsets. You can purchase carbon offsets. And so this is basically like buying off your carbon footprint. You've seen, um, this has probably been in a political ad before, um, where you can purchase these offsets. And I need to look into that more to see exactly how that works, but it's an option that you can do. Adjusting your thermostat. So ladies and gentlemen, we have entered fall. A lot of fireplaces are turning on and those are big pollutions of um, greenhouse gases. If you, whatever your temperature is right now, like if you go to your thermostat right now and you turn down the um, thermostat by three degrees, your emissions will go down 1,050 pounds a year. And I read somewhere that we're in as far as the carbon dioxide that we emit and this is our own waste out of our own body um, and the electricity that we use that we're in like the tons of how much carbon dioxide a human emits every year so 
it's not very much to um, decrease your thermostat by three degrees. So go turn your thermostat down three degrees. You can install solar lights. Um, this includes outside and interior lights. Um, we've looked into this before. It's called a solar tube. They're a couple hundred bucks. Um, you can install them yourself or you can hire a contractor to install them. But it's a little tube that sticks out of your roof and it goes through your attic and down into like a hallway or you can put it in a bathroom. And it basically is a solar light that channels the sunlight through a tube into that area. Um, energy saving light bulbs, those are expensive, but they're expensive for a reason because they work. <laughs> um, do your research when you go to the um, hardware store on what light bulb you need. We are seeing less and less of the old traditional um, light bulbs. There's always this translation that like a 60 watt light bulb X like equals X amount of luminaries. So that's kind of new math that we have to learn on what, what light we need in our house, but getting energy saving light bulbs is huge. And then check your appliances for energy star labels. Um, a lot of um, electric companies will give discounts. So we did that for, I think our, um, we bought a new washing machine when I bought our, when we bought our house and it was an energy star washing machine and we paid a few hundred bucks for it. I don't remember. It was, it wasn't cheap, but our electric company gave us, either they gave us credit on our bill or gave us a check. I don't remember cause it was a while ago, but it was like something like $200. So check your refrigerator, your, your water tank, um, all your appliances that are in your house to see if they have the energy star label on them. And then when you're outside, um, get rid of your front lawn, get rid of your back lawn, get rid of all the grass. <laughs> um, if you live in a small enough area, say that you have maybe less than an acre, instead of having a grass front yard, you could plant a native garden. So your, your front yard lawn takes up a lot of water and, um, planting a native garden. So you just have to look up on the internet what plants are native to your area and you just put all your rock down and um, those plants. You see that more and more when uh, maybe like a new store is being built. They'll do that. They'll, they'll plant native gardens in their parking lots. Um, and the last thing too to recommend is your household items, your soaps and your cleaners use non-toxic household products. And then of course, whenever you can recycle and try to recycle the right way. Um, if you have forgotten how to recycle the right way, go do a YouTube video on it. Um, a lot of people will open up their can of soup and then just throw it right in the recycle bin. So you've got to clean out the can of soup. You've got to take the label off of it. Um, some things, and I'm guilty of this sometimes, like your milk jugs, the cap is not recyclable. So I don't know what it looks like when you go to a landfill, if they would just say there's a cap on it, they're going to toss it into the garbage rather than put it in the recycle pile. So do a refresher course on recycling to make sure that you're doing it right. But overall, we have to remember that we are living on a planet that is alive. It's breathing. Um, it has bodies of water that we need to take care of. And you know, it's, it's 
the forefront of our political leaders right now as far as um, how to take care of the earth. And I'm not going to say what political leader is right or wrong, but you have to make your best judgment when you are living on this planet. And I mean, if you are in your 40s, you've got what another 40, 50, 60 years left on this planet. Um, maybe if you are in your 80s, hopefully you've got another 10, 15, 20 years left on this planet. Who knows? But we're looking at these little babies, these little kids that are like 10 years old or younger. Obviously they have this whole lifetime left on this planet. And they're the, the crowd that's 18 and younger is, um, they're not old enough to vote or not 18 and younger, 17 and younger. They're not old enough to vote, but we're making the decisions for their future. So vote right and take care of your earth. And this has been Michelle with the adventures of living on climate change. And please not only to the, to yourself, but to the earth, please be kind to your future self.